That was Angie Stone. That was some Neo Soul. Uh, if you don't know, Neo Soul is a music that was really popular in the late 90s to early 2000s. Um, you know, it was, you know, the D'Angelo, the Maxwell's, uh, you know, Erica Badu, a lot of those acts, you know, Jill Scott. You know, they, you know, they, that, that was their sound back in the day. Uh, you know, I caught myself this weekend going through my Neo Soul bag and shouts out to Music Soul Child too. He was part of Neo Soul. Um, you know, you don't really hear it that much now. Uh, probably Ari Lennox. Probably hear it from her, but... Not a lot of people have a lot of uh, neo soul anymore. Um, it's just the way it is, you know. It's, that's just the time period that we're living in, and uh, you know, as music comes, music goes. That's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, man. But what's up? How y'all doing out there, man? Uh, you know, for this episode. I had a lot of things to talk about, right? You have the whole little Tesla thing, how Tesla went on past a thousand dollars worth in the share in the stock market. Uh, you got the whole Amanda Seals insecure, aka debacle. Um, I mean, that's something to talk about, right? I guess you know people are mad that. She had the shield on in the show Or she was wearing the colors Or she was AKA and, You know people was upset I get it You work for that You work to be a part of that organization That organization have changed people's lives I get it from that perspective I get it But at the same time She's acting And she's bringing light To y'all sorority She's bringing light and influence That a lot of y'all can never do you know, on a global scale. I guess, you know, it was one of those things, if she got permission, come to find out that Insecure and HBO did not get permission from the AKAs to um, to play or to wear or to use their symbol in any way. It's kind of fucked up. But it's the truth. They didn't get permission, so they're going to have to eat that. But I, I look at it like this, right? Do we get real nurses to play nurses? Do we get real killers to play John Wick? No, we don't. So why should we get a real person from sorority to play an AKA on a show when Amanda Seals, who is an actress, can do it? That's how I look at it. Um, I'm not really the one to defend Amanda Seals. I'm not really a fan of her, but I am objective and I will, you know, uh, that's kind of how I critically think about things. Just doesn't make sense. So that was one of the topics I was going to bring up. Uh, Kyrie anti-mandate protests going on. Uh, so recently in New York City, uh, there's been protests at the Barclays Center uh, with people trying to break through the Barclays Centers uh, to protest on behalf of Kyrie Irving to let them they want Kyrie Irving to play. They want, they're against the mass mandate. 
people are tired of it. If you don't know what's going on, this is a little backstory. Uh, Chicago and New York City has forced their their police officers and um, fire department to have the... um, the vaccine mandates, I guess. Uh, that's what's been going on. And they've been given a date, I guess, a choice. I, maybe the extreme thing is they have to turn in their badge, but I don't think that's it. I think they've been, they either got to get COVID tested every week or uh, they got to get the vaccine, I guess. Um, or it's a mandate for the NYPD. I, it's just it's just kind of crazy because I feel like uh, the mayor Bill De Blasio has bullied all the teachers and shit like that into getting it, but the police officers, that a lot of them didn't have the uh, vaccine. That's how I looked at it. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I am against the mandate. That's how I feel about the policy. I'm against it. I don't think anybody should mandate anything when it comes to people's body. Like no. We live in America and and we have those freedoms. And, you know, if that's part of our freedoms, we, we should be able to exercise it. Why are we mandating people to put stuff in their bodies? That sounds absurd. So that's why I don't really fuck with it. But that's my personal opinion on that. But as far as people quitting and stuff like that, I think it's crazy. I think Kyrie has a point, right? I wish that Kyrie would get the vaccine because the Nets is fucking losing and they look bad. But... He has a point. It's his body. And if he doesn't feel comfortable, that's not how that's he didn't sign that contract with the mandate inside the contract. That wasn't part of the contract. So he should be, you know, he should be feel free to be comfortable putting whatever in his body. That's how I look at it. But, you know, people don't look at it that way. And it's just so crazy. They shut down the Brooklyn Bridge. They was protesting. You had people from the left and the right protesting. So a lot of people uh, feel this way You know You got people Black, brown They they feel this way too They, they're they against the mandate too Because a lot of people Had to quit their jobs And you know it, it's, it's just been crazy When you think about How much The world has changed Due to this uh, COVID-19 You know A couple of months ago A year ago It was about You know Getting to the curve I guess Slowing down And Making sure we get to a point of having her immunity, right? That was the whole thing. That was the big talk. Now we got past the curve. You know, we got millions of people in our country that have been vaccinated. They still want to carry on and still talk about it. It's kind of fucked up. But, you know, it is what it is. What can we say? We just got to eat that. You know what I mean? Um, That was one of the things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, The Dave Chappelle response, I wanted to bring that up, right? About how he said that he's been canceled or it's been a hard time for him. And I kind of really wanted to dissect on the um on the special. Um I don't think I'm really there yet. I don't think my opinion is made yet. You know, I'm I'm kind of when it comes to my opinion on a lot of things, I like to be careful. I, I don't like to just have just just shoot out from the hip different opinions because then you do a lot of backpedaling if you say things wrong. Uh, none of that. Man, I said what I said. That's how I want to keep that same energy. But I will say I do not believe that Dave is fully canceled. I don't believe that they're trying to cancel him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Film festivals, yeah. 
And I guess that's a big thing where, you know, you try to get it, try to do it the right way, right? You try to go through the film festival way. Because when you go through the film festival way, you could pick up producers. You could predict, you could pick up different things to help move the film to the next level, right? Uh, you could get the critical acclaim, get all the awards and things like that. That's why they like film festivals. That's why they submit for them. Because film festivals come with awards. And somebody like Dave Chappelle, I'm sure doing what he did for that documentary in the middle of COVID, while the world was shut down, that is a fucking story. So I'm sure he would get a lot of awards. And I think that's why he's upset because a lot of people kind of cancel awards. But that, that's their that's their film festival. They can cancel you if they want to. They don't have to uh, take your submission because you're Dave Chappelle. And you're big enough where you don't need them. You can skip over them. Fuck it. You got to have your own festival, which he did. He uh 10 shows where he's showing the fucking um, documentary. Uh, that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you, you big enough, you could work around it. And I'm sure he did. And he did work around it. He let his little five minute story. And I was going to break that down and talk about different various clips from it. But I don't give a fuck. I do not care. Um, you know, a, a lot of things that I, first of all, in this episode, I'm going to talk about myself. Um, talk about what's going on with me. Things I've done, things I've read. Talk about what's going on with me. I don't want to talk about nobody else, man. You know, when it comes to me picking out, especially this week, you know, nothing don't sound really good. It don't sound like I'm really excited. Do I want to talk about the anti-mandate protests? Ah, what is it to prove? It's nothing going to change. This whole shit is politicized. Do I want to talk about Alec Baldwin? Shooting the cinematographer? Yeah. I mean, what is it to say? Right? Cold gun, hot gun, whatever. What the fuck? Hot potato? What do I got to say? Nothing. There's nothing to really say about that. Because the left is, the left and the right is both politicizing him. What more can I possibly say? Well, that's what he get. He mocked Trump. You got Donald Trump Jr. making shirts. He's making shirts like guns don't kill people. Alec do. Or Alec missed 100% of the shots he don't take. Shit like that. People making shirts with that. You know, you had the Republicans doing that because he was making fun of Trump. He was against Trump. Then you got the, the left. They turning him into some fucking hero. Because he's so sorry. We feel bad for Alec. Our hearts go out to him. We feel so bad for him. They're turning him into a little hero. People are politicizing him on purpose. It is what it is. But, you know, why do I need to talk about those things? None of those things hold any value to the people, to myself. They don't hold any value. Sometimes that's how I pick out topics. I pick out topics with whole value. I pick out topics. Yeah, sure, it's a lot of things I could talk about. I think that's the difference between season one and season two. Season one, I, you know, I tried to reach everyone. I tried to be everyone's friend. But the truth is I can't be everyone's friend. I can't talk about what everyone wants me to talk about. I just talk about the things that 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 are real to me. 
the things that make sense. You know, I don't I don't want to put on the show and really fall. I, you know, I thought about doing that on um, YouTube. Just make a show where I just talk about several things. But a lot of people got that. Every little thing, then you become a slave to the content because every little thing that comes out, you get online and defend it. Meek Mill got shot. You get online and you talk about Meek Mill and leave your opinion. And you do it in a little over 10 minutes so you can get all the money. That's what people do. I don't want to do that. I want to talk about things that matter to me. I want to talk about things that's going to make a difference, not only in the community, but long after. A lot of people don't tune into the podcast sometimes on Thursdays when I drop. Some people, they, they be new and they tune in long after this episode. I want to make a difference to them. No matter what day it is. And that's the truth for me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people ask me. Why don't you talk about relationships on the pod? Well. When I really know. It's because every relationship I had was shitty. I had shitty relationships. With shitty women. That's why I don't talk about it. For what? I've dealt with women that had issues. That had extreme problems. Each and every one of them had problems in their own right. They weren't bad people, but they had problems. And either I try to make their problems better or I end up making them worse. And or it been indifferent and they did what they wanted to do. They never change. They never adopted different ways. I'm sure I was different to them, but they did what they wanted to do. So it was all a loss. Shitty relationships, a loss. I look at it like this. If it's not a relationship where you're growing and you're moving and both people are moving at the same time, if you're moving forward and now the person's moving left, far left, And you're like, yo, what's up with you? Move forward. But they're moving left because they want to do what the fuck they want to do. Then the relationship failed. It's a shitty relationship. It's a waste of time. And I've been dealt that. I've been dealt with girls that go left. They go right. They do what the fuck they want to do. There's no sense of discipline when it comes to them. And their lives end up the way they end up. It's not my fault. Some end up good. Some end up stagnant. Some end up just paddling it out. They're all going to be good women, I'm sure. I've I've been dating nothing but great women, right? Shitty outcomes, but, you know, great potential. But they had problems. They all had problems. I never dealt with women... That didn't have no problem. That came to me good. Nah. They all had demons. They all had shit that was wrong with them. So did I. I had things that was wrong with me too. I never got to deal with them within the relationships. I never had a person that I was able to unravel and deal with my problems with them. Because they're so fucked up. And by the time... I work with them 
Normally, my relationship lasts about two years on average. And we're working through all of those issues and those problems carefully. And the moment they start doing better and feeling better, they go left or right, wherever the direction they want to go. Because they feel like, wow, all of those things I got inside me has been fixed. All of those things I've been lost about has been fixed. So they feel like, well, now that I'm fixed, I have to go on my own. I don't need you anymore. So they kicked me to the side and I never, ever unravel my problems or anything with them. That's how it's been in all my relationships. I swear to God. It's fucking crazy. Um, Yeah, so that's why I don't really talk about relationships. You know, I have a lot of things to say that could be good, that could help people out and shit, but I don't really talk about it. I don't really talk about manhood because I don't feel like there's no one way of being a man. I feel like people are different. People are dressed in different ways and look different ways. I just feel like I don't fit that. Who am I to tell you how to be something? You could be the best person you could be. I mean, we could have the conversation and we could get close and we could have a sense of an understanding. And hopefully, hopefully you grow out of talking with me. And I grow out of talking with you. But other than that, I doubt it. I doubt it because to grow, you have to see something wrong with you. And because a lot of people don't want to see anything that's wrong with them. So they're unable to grow. You know, that's kind of how I feel about like giving advice, dating advice, life advice. Like, I don't know how. Kevin Samuels, Derek Jackson, all those guys. I don't know how they be doing it. They make a whole platform selling books and all of this shit, telling people what to look for and how to be a woman and how to be a man and how to do this. How to, eh. I'm too imperfect for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I could be, I could talk about things on the pod that's of the world and things like that because I'm constantly practicing those things i like to practice what i preach you know what i'm saying i just never like i said i never really had a good shot at being in the relationship i never really had a good relationship to to get up and be like i did it right so this is how you should do it no never did it right every relationship i have had had ended fucking horrible horrible i'm talking about in the flames. Every single one. I've not met one girl and been with one girl that it have not ended in flames. So either I'm doing something wrong or I keep on picking the same girl with a different face. That's how I look at it. So, yeah, I don't really speak on relationships and things like that. I mean, do I believe in love? Sure. It sounds nice. I believe in love as much as I believe in wearing a nice pair of sneakers. It looks nice, but it feels horrible. To me, I'm not impressed by love. That love shit don't really spark me. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe my mother didn't give me enough hugs that night when I was a kid. That love shit don't, don't impress me. What can you do for yourself? Show me how much you love yourself. 
Show me how much you worked on yourself. You love me? Sure. Show me how you going to make me grow as a person. You start asking those questions, they look at you crazy. That's why it just never worked. So, yeah, I don't really talk about relationships. Not for me. Um, yeah, man, but uh, I just been getting through it. You know, I just watched this uh, interview with Wale. Uh, Wale, yeah, Wale brought out his new album. It's called uh, Florin 2. Great album. I think it was cool. You know, it had that go-go, that DMV go-go style to it. Um, it was a good album. I, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I had Caramel. That was my favorite song. Um, the track with Jamie Foxx. That was my favorite song. I can't remember it right now what it was called. But that that I, I love. I liked the album. I was here for it. It was was it some songs I went poke it out. I like that song too. It reminded me of Vibrant Things. I think this week got a sample from Q Tip. That was one of my favorite songs. I enjoyed the project. Honestly, I enjoyed the cover too. Wale with the flowers in front of his face. He's he giving himself flowers. You know what I'm saying? Before uh, COVID, Wale had the number one song in the country. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but he had the number one song. And he had Sue Me a few months before that. I listen to Sue Me every day. Damn near. Um, it was a work of art. I mean, his Wow, That's Crazy, that album, a work of art. You know what I mean? He was talking on interviews back then about how he was dealing with mental health issues and shit like that. And, you know, he helped me understand the mental health issues that I dealt with. You know what I'm saying? He talked about having imposter syndrome. And I I realized that I had imposter syndrome. You know, I'm not. That's why I don't really talk about my workplace or I don't really like with people and shit. I don't be talk. Nah, none of that. It's because you know why? Sometimes I feel like I'm not supposed to be here. And when he opened up about that, I realized that I had those same, I harbored those same feelings also. So, yeah, I fucks with Wale. I really do. It was a great album. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, I got, you know, I got to listen a few more times to really get it down packed. But I think that uh, Florin 2 was very cool. I thought, you know, it being an album just kind of threw me off because Florin 1 was a mixtape. Uh, but, you know. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Um, I just hate that COVID did that to him because when he was during COVID, I think he was in a real angry spot a few months before COVID. Like he was talking about how people don't want to give him his flowers. He was like really, yeah, a lot of animosity about him. And now he's just cool. You know what I'm saying? He'd be on Twitter talking shit all the time. He's just in his bag. He's just cool. And I, you know, I really fuck with Wale for that. I mean, it is what it is, but you know, I think it was a great project. Um, yeah, man, that's kind of what I did. I kind of did that this weekend. I read a book called uh, "Wise Guys." It's uh, the real book of Goodfellas, the movie. Um, it was an intense book. I was really drawn in. I was, you know, read the whole thing over the weekend. I was really in, just really into it. Uh, you know, and I'm waiting on Raekwon from Wu-Tang. I'm waiting on his book come out from Staircase to Stage. Um, that should be out sometime in November, maybe November 30th. 
I'm, I'm just waiting for it, man. I'm waiting for the promo tour. I want to hear him on the. Uh, I want to hear him do the uh, interviews and things like that. Cause I'm, I'm happy about him having this book. You know what I'm saying? I think it's great. I think it's great when people bring up memoirs and stuff about time in their lives and growing up. And there's a lot of things, you know, like today, things I'm going through today in my personal life. Maybe those books can help me. It could answer those questions. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the things that I realized about the book Wise Guys this weekend was that I had this perception in my mind that was kind of wrong. I kind of thought like, oh, Wow, the reason why black people never really had a a mafia or anything like that outside of the black mafia family, even though that really wasn't a mafia. Uh, the reason why we don't have it is because we don't stick together. We don't have family, blah, 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 blah. And I was already bigging them up. But when I read the book, I found out that the mafia go through some shit too. Like they go through people stealing. They go through people trying to kill them. They go through people trying to backstab them. That's how the mafia ended. The mafia didn't end because of uh, Rudy Giuliani bringing out the RICO Act. I mean, it helped, but it really didn't end that way. It ended because people are fucking rats. People are shysty. People just, they, they're just wild. It doesn't matter what skin color you are, what heritage you have. A person in America is greedy. Money rules everything, and people will kill and steal to get ahead, and that's how I look at it. So, you know, that was something that I had to learn. That was something that I looked at. That was something that was interesting to me um, about the story, and it kind of, like, kind of just startled me because in the movie, you will never tell just based off of how the movie is. But, you know, it is what it is. Can't change anything. You know, that was the past and things that happened in that time period is part of that time period. And we must take it for what it is. Um, I think that's it for me this week. Um, make sure y'all read. Make sure y'all doing something that y'all didn't do. Um, one thing about the concert that was different for me is that I realized that, you know, I've been in my own world this past few months or or year possibly in you know, just going to the concert, just even though, you know, things could have been better in the concert, like just the, the whole trip itself. I wouldn't trade it for the world because I got to experience that. And um, I'm slowly but surely growing as a person and, you know, experiencing different parts of whatever alternate reality that I'm living in. So. All right. Peace. Love me no more, ain't even funny no more. She had to move on to someone who got what she need. I only got what she want. I hope you covered in diamonds today. Hope you don't question the time in the day. Hope that you know that your mama ain't like me, and that's why I'm probably not by you today.